Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle. A little drizzly here, but, you know, it's not stopping Alyssa and I from wearing uh, skirts and dresses and sandals. Showing off them legs. Showing off those legs. And, you know, I just get tired of wearing clothes, shoes, and pants all the time. You know, it just gets me a little bit annoyed. It's like we come out of our little cocoons, <laughs> and we know what happens because then all of a sudden everyone does it. I know, everyone. In Seattle, when the weather's nice, everyone is outside. It's right? Great. I mean, people are outside even when, no matter what the weather is like, uh, we, we layer, we wear North Face. I mean, they're very lucky. Nice plug. Yeah. <laughs> they're very lucky for our weather, actually. We'll be more than happy to accept any merchandise you send our way. <laughs> yes, we would, absolutely. Yeah, we would. Um, but yeah, so we've had some beautiful weather. Yesterday was quite gorgeous. I took my daughter's dog on a walk, although mm-hmm. I must admit, she gets more tired on the walk than I do. Oh. I have to turn around a little bit sooner than I would like <laughs> because Lucy, this adorable tiny Pomeranian, will just stop in the sidewalk you know, and won't move her beyond. I'm done. She's done. done. Yeah, she's done. And I'm like, come on, Lucy. Put me in the cart. Right. No, she wants to. And then as soon as I say, you want to go home? Oh, my gosh. Oliver. Inter- <laughs> yeah. She just shoots for that, you know, for that crosswalk so she can get across that very busy street. She's That's adorable. Good. So how are you doing, Benny? Doing well. Thank you very much. Had a great Easter uh, last weekend with the Aww. boys and it was beautiful out. So couldn't have asked for a better day. Oh, well, it's wonderful to be back in the studio, and I get to interview one of my favorite people, Donna Gates. I've interviewed her many times on the show. She is a joy. She's interviewed me on her new show, too, on Hay House, which is quite lovely. I'm very happy for her. So Donna Gates is the international best-selling author of The Body Ecology Diet, The Body Boomers Diet, Anti-Aging Wisdom for Every Generation. I have it right in front of me. And Stevia, Cooking with Nature's Calorie-Free Sweetener. While completing her fellowship with American's Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, her mission is to change the way the world eats. Over the past 25 years, Donna has become one of the most loved and respected authorities in the field of digestive health. In fact, I actually called you, Donna, um, the digestive queen on my Facebook page today when I said I was going to interview Digestive health, diet, and nutrition, enjoying a worldwide reputation as an expert in candida, adrenal fatigue, autism, autoimmune diseases, weight loss, and anti-aging. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I always love to be on this show. I think it's just a fun, fun show, and I love how you talk to people and give them great medical intuitive knowledge. Not many people can do that. Oh, well, thank you. I hope someday we get to meet in the future. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, that's right. We did. We've never met. I always feel like I know you so I well. Know. <laughs> we never met. I know. It's really true. I know. I feel like, oh, we're sitting by the couch. We're actually holding hands and giving each other hugs when we actually have never <laughs> right. seen each other. So how's your show going on Hay House? I know you told me off air, but I would love everyone to know about your show on Hay House. Well, it's going well. I love having a radio show and having people call in. And uh, last week we had the two mothers that lead our bedrock group, which stands for Body Ecology Diet, Recovering Our Kids. And they were just amazing. You know, they came on to explain all the, that's the free service that we offer to people whose children have any kind of problem whatsoever. But, you know, we started it for autism and thousands of families have gone through the program and have been helped tremendously by Body Ecology. So, 
you know, they just came on to explain what they were doing. And we just always have, tell me, this first time we've ever done a show like that. But uh, I love the changing up and the different guests. And, and the, the worst thing about it is that it goes by too fast. And next <laughs> thing you know, it's over. An hour has gone by and it's time to say goodbye to everybody. But um, I know, it's a, it's, I'm surprised how much I love doing it. <laughs> well, it's called the Body Ecology Hour with Donna Gates. And it's on, what day is it on exactly? It's always on Monday at 3 o'clock on Hay House Radio. Perfect, perfect, <clears throat> wonderful. And you please have to come back again oh, as you, a guest. Oh, you, you know I will. Yeah, anytime you want audience. me. <laughs> anytime you want me, I would love to be there. Oh, good, good, good. Yes, well, thank you for inviting get me. Get that soon. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, you know, I have been a fan of the body ecology diet for, oh, probably I don't know how long the book has been out, but I want to say like 20 years I've been a fan. Is that, How long has that book been out? Yeah, just about 20 yeah. years, really. Yeah, it's, it changed my life. I've you know had a long history of candida myself. And, and then even more recently with my hormones changing, I had to get more serious on the diet again. Like look back and go, oh, I'm not doing that and I'm not doing that. And oh, I'm not doing that. Just to help with my hormones and fluctuations and and joint tenderness and, and all of those things. Um, but one of the things that I've, I've loved is, of course, probiotics, and you talk exclusively about them and, and, uh, and of course, expertly about them because there's so many options out there in the market. And in the last several years, uh, of course, we've noticed commercials on normal television about pharmaceutical-grade um, types of probiotics. And so I was, since I, I'm a fan of health food stores and natural remedies, I was very curious, you know, because once we put something in a lab and we start bonding things together in ways that maybe don't have as many natural properties, I personally become concerned about the product. And so I was curious about what your thoughts are about um, those type of um, of um, probiotics. Like, are they healthy? Yeah. Uh, basically. Well, you know, <laughs> We're, medicine's changing, and we're, we don't want surgery, drugs, radiation anymore. So the drug companies know that, and this is their new frontier. They know that probiotics really do um, support life, and today there are thousands and thousands and thousands of studies on bacteria showing how beneficial they are, and they're, they're just a must uh, in us, on us. <laughs> We've got to have them in our digestive tract. We've got to have them on our skin to be healthy. So, you know, this is the way of the future along with understanding our genes and so on and along with stem cells. This is probably the three biggest areas where medicine is heading. And so they um, want to have make money on them. Right. So what they basically do is they'll take a strain, one strain, oh. um, they'll do a lot of research on, on it and, you know, because they can, they have the money to do that. And then they can make all these claims about it, like it's good for constipation or whatever. And other people can't say that because they haven't done all this extensive research, but there's really no difference between what they've got and what other people have, uh, except they have the research behind it. And so they can they can make it sound like, oh, this one's good for this and this one's good for that. <laughs> <clears throat> but really, it's a, once again, it's sort of the naive audience not knowing any better, Um but, you know, people are excited. I mean, at least it's not a drug. At least it's something healthy. So it's a very right. good thing that they're doing this. Right. But people, you know, think, oh, if I take this thing of yogurt here with this bacteria in it, I'm going to get, um, I'm going to get regular. Yeah. Well, 
that doesn't usually happen, so they're kind of disappointed. But uh, because the story is just much more complex than that, than taking right. one. Uh, and then what is that yogurt like? Like that is does it have <clears throat> sugar in it, for example? Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the quality of milk that it was made with? So that, you know, it's sort of buy a be- buyer beware. You actually really need a whole bunch of different bacteria in your gut. And one particular bacteria is not going to make all the difference in the world. Right. Uh, we have this whole inner ecosystem inside of us with, you know, thousands of bacteria living in there, and they change. Right? They, they can mutate and change. Uh, they share DNA with each other and uh, you know, new generations are born that are different from their parents. So it's a very vibrant, very changing world. So nobody's ever going to be able to really conquer it and offer one product, you know, that's going to help us. Well, I'm, I'm so glad you answered that question. I wasn't even thinking about them just focusing on one strain because I know how smart the intestinal tract is. <laughs> and, and when we're putting food in it, that's not in our best interest. And we've been doing it for a long period of time. And then we have toxins being created from that food as well then we need something that's pretty broad. I love your cocobiotic, by the way. I think it's an excellent Oh, thank product. you. Yeah, yeah. We, we have uh, probiotic liquids. And, what, yeah. you know, and, and then I've been recommending for years that people just shred up vegetables and pack them in a jar and make cultured vegetables. But right. what's interesting about those type of, both of those, is um, in order to make them, you, we take plants, you know, from the field. Like if you're going to shred up cabbage, You've, you've gone into the field, or someone has, and <laughs> picked that cabbage, and it had on it already this amazing uh, community of microbes living together, very sophisticated communicate, community, um, interrelating with each other, supporting each other, helping each other to create this protective world on top of this cabbage. And so you bring that in, shred it up, pack it in a jar, and wait a week, and you've made fermented, you know, what we call cultured, cultured vegetables, then you start eating that. Well, you're bringing all that wisdom from nature into your body. And again, you don't get that in a probiotic supplement with one strain of bacteria. And the same thing with the cocobiotic. We've actually gone into the fields and picked all the, you know, the grains, quinoa, millet, rice, and so on. And then off of those grow a culture. So you're getting, again, the sophistication, the wisdom of nature, which man can never figure out. Probably. <laughs> However, I will say, um, having said that, that the bifidus bacteria are they're bacteria that live mostly in the large intestine, and when you have a nice, you know, healthy amount of them in there, you do uh, eliminate better. You know, you're less likely to be constipated. So you can go to the store and buy strains of bacteria that have a lot of bifidus in them. Uh, there's even a couple companies that make just a bifidus strain, nothing wow. but bifidus. And I think it's a good idea, you know, to uh, introduce strains like that, of a, particularly of bifidus. That's, you know, cause, but we're, we should be able to get a lot of healthy bacteria off of our healthy organic food. And then we can take strains like that. For example, or when you are taking, say, the cocobiotic, you're actually, let's say you have a little shot glass of that with your meal. You're um, having your meal. And um, this is in the, mixed into the food. So now your food is traveling through your digestive tract mm. with all this wonderful bacteria in mm. there. Those bacteria are going to help break down that food. And so the proteins become amino acids and fats, fatty acids. And that's what you need in order to make that food useful in your body. So they're, um, they're good to take with a meal, you know, to take some and eat them and 
get them down inside of you and then let them take over and do what their magic down there because they're really, really important for health. They, they, people who have a lot of healthy bacteria in their gut have a real strong immune system, which is mm-hmm. real important today because we live in a very toxic world and those of us that will survive through this time are the children who will survive through this time are going to be the ones that have this healthy gut with a strong immune system. And uh, the bacteria and the foods have, fermented foods have a lot to do with helping you detox. And that's a big topic today, too, because we're living in a very toxic world and yet we're not very good at detoxifying. Um, now that we've mapped out our genes, and people are having their genes tested, we're discovering that about 60% of Caucasians are very not very good at detoxing. Mm-hmm. Some, some uh, percent, about 15% of us, literally bind heavy metals and toxins. We hold them. Uh, we hold on to them. So we, we won't let them out. And then about 50% of us are 50-50 at, you know, we're so-so. We're not great, but we are letting some toxins out. And then a very small percentage of us, about 10% of us, are good at detoxifying. So if we lived in a time where we didn't have any toxins on the planet, we wouldn't care about that. But today it's a very, very important topic. But the bacteria play a very important role in um, helping us detoxify, too. Yeah, I love detoxification. It's one of my favorite things. And, of course, I know you do it a lot more scientifically than I do. But, I, you know, just eliminating alcohol, sugar, carbohydrates, you know, from your diet and kind of circulating whatever it is that you're eliminating for periods of time, I find it to be really healthy for the body. You know, it's, um, I totally agree with that. And one of the things, too, the genes are now showing us when we have lots of hundreds and hundreds of people have their genes tested and we can look and see a pattern. Mm-hmm. One of the things that's showing up is there's not a single person yet who does well on a high-carb diet. Wow. So everybody should move away from a high-carb diet. And that's wow. that, uh, all too common, in, <laughs> at least in our culture here. Well, you know, it's interesting. When I did the body ecology diet the first time, I, I went basically carb-free because I decided not to eat wheat or gluten. And at that time, there wasn't a lot of alternative that tasted good anyway. And of course, now there's so much delicious food that's wheat and gluten-free that I find, found myself, you know, as I was, you know, going back to the diet again, just eating way too many more, more carbs, but not really being mindful of it initially. Oh, it's sweet and gluten-free, you know, but it still yeah. had a huge amount of carbohydrates. Uh, <laughs> so that's also a, a fascinating place where we have all these beautiful, unique carbs that are available to us, but they still shouldn't be a primary part of our diet. So uh, some of the mixes, for example, that are gluten-free have, say, your name is, let's say, rice flour. Right. But um, they're still going to feed yeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still acidic. It will make you acidic. And um, they don't support a healthy gut. They really don't because they're flour products. And flour products, when you chew them up and swallow them, they're very gummy and very much pasty. You know, like in, in school people made paper mache masks out of flour <laughs> and water. I remember so, those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because we used to eat gummy. it. It was nummy. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing. We're eating paper mache material and so but all that makes our whole digestive tract kind of clog up and then we wonder why we age because now nutrients can't get through you know it's a really fascinating thing the gut lining which we hear about all the time the gut lining is really important it's actually only one layer thick one cell layer thick and so between us 
the inside of our body, for example, our organs, our blood, and so on, and the world, uh, the outside world, our digestive tract, there's one layer of cell. And wow. so if you have a dirty digestive tract because you haven't chewed well and you've been eating really bad foods and all this nasty stuff gets down inside of you, wow. you're literally one cell away. There's like one layer there between you, the inside of your body, and a sewer. Wow. <laughs> it's really important to keep the digestive tract very healthy, and that's the role one of the most important roles of the beneficial bacteria is to live inside of you and keep that world healthy. But, of course, you've got to play a role in that, too. You've got to feed the bacteria, right, and so they're happy and healthy and they grow and multiply. And you can't poison them, and that's what we're doing, unfortunately, a lot. Actually, there's a lot of science, too, on weight gain. So what we know now is that as people start to eat badly and then they start to put on weight, the bacteria in the gut, the makeup of the community of bacteria begins to change and shift toward um, types of bacteria that are more pathogenic and that actually make us eat more. So then we end up growing bacteria inside of us that makes us want more of the bad stuff, more of the candy and the junk and the carbs. Uh, and so we we have a, we control our body so much more than we realize. You know, we we control the expression of our dream, genes. You might have inherited genes for diabetes, but what you do will either quiet those genes so you never get diabetes, or express them so you get full blown diabetes. And then we we can we have a whole lot of influence over the community of bacteria that live in our gut. So this is you know we play God over our body. Love it. I love that play God over our body. I'm having the pleasure of interviewing Donna Gates. She's the author of The Body Ecology Diet and the host of the Body Ecology Hour on Hay House Radio. Donna regularly contributes to the Huffington Post and the Daily Love and lectures at the I Can Do It conferences. We'll be right back. What you hear isn't just any beat. It's the actual heartbeat of a child in need. This is Ryan Tedder from One Republic. The beat of our new song, Feel Again, was created with heartbeats of children in need. Find out how it can help frontline health workers save millions of children at everybeatmatters.org. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. 
Manson Mitchell welcomed Deborah Wilson on Friday morning, bringing angel messages and talking about how we already are what we are meant to be. And on Saturday morning, Skip and Sharon Line Gang hear and speak to dead people, and some of what they say is caught on tape. Then Michael Bogar returns with more ancient wisdom and timeless truths that you can use today. Mind, body, and otherworldly conversations. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Tell your friends, the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm interviewing Donna Gates, the author of The Body Ecology Diet, and her newest book, which is The Baby Boomer Diet, Body Ecology's Guide to Growing Younger, which, of course, I don't know anyone who doesn't want to do that. In fact, your hair is your original hair color. I mean, you don't have gray hair, right, Donna? No, I don't. Still waiting for it to turn, but <laughs> hoping it isn't going to. I don't want to start coloring it or anything. Oh, my gosh, because, I mean, you're beautiful. You're stunning. You look at least 20 oh, years younger you. than your age. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, you're just very beautiful. I, I think uh, everybody should look 20 years younger. I and agree. That's my goal of writing the book is that uh, we, if anybody's out there thinking, well, aging is just uh, something unavoidable, it is unavoidable that the years will go by, but it's not unavoidable. I mean, we have complete control also over how we're going to feel as we get older. And so um, the new life expectancy right now for a woman who reaches the age of 55 and if she doesn't have cancer, uh, a cardiovascular disease, or um, diabetes yet, then her new life expectancy is 105. Wow. So that means we're going to live a long time. So I think people need to be very, very aware that it's important to start thinking in terms of you know, uh, aging very slowly so that when we're 90, we look like we're about maybe 50 or 40 or something. Oh, man. I, you know, I've i got three more years, of it to, you know, and then I'm in the clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. exciting. And, so, uh, and, then, and then what's on, t- on top of all that is, and I write about this in the book, The Guide to Growing Younger, is there is technology that is here available to us right this minute that can keep us younger or literally reverse um, you know, a, a lot of aging signs, but but then there's uh, technology that they haven't quite let us have access to yet, but they, for example, they have already, the scientists have already grown um, new livers, and, and oh, we can um, take teeth, like some people have lost their teeth already, well, we'll easily be able to grow um, new teeth in our mouth from stem cells, so they're doing that now with animals successfully, and they're just, you know, perfecting it for humans, so it won't 
if we live that much longer, we are always all going to have access to this technology. That is and, amazing. Yeah, so it's going to be like we're going to, of course, we're a generation anyway that experiences is now experiencing life like no other generation ever before. Right, yeah. The um, baby boomer generation. And we're going to continue to see just extraordinary things unfold before our very eyes that was totally unheard of before and impossible before. You know, I'm so excited that you mentioned, you know, what the expectancy rate is, because when I was a nurse, it was 86. And I haven't been in a hospital in like... 14 years working. And so I've been curious, oh, I wonder what the new life, and of course I didn't look it up, you know, but I'm 105. And that's true. It's right. Mm -hmm. It's in the fifties, the early fifties that when people somehow tend to get more diagnosed with diseases like cancer and diabetes and, and cardiovascular disease. And if they can skirt that issue, then, um, from medical, uh, modern medicine, they believe that, um, you know, there's a nice runway for that individual of health. Yeah, and imagine if you're 30 years old and listening and learning this. Imagine Ooh. what your new life expectancy can be. And then if you've wow. got organs that are wearing out, like you need a new pancreas or a new heart or something, we're already replacing hearts. So, I mean, they would really grow us new hearts out of our own uh, tissue. Oh, I love medicine. I love it. We're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines because Donna always has amazing advice. Um, for our caller. So who do we have, Benny? Yep. And uh, let's give out the number two just in case that uh, people want to join us. It's 877. Yes, 877. Sorry. 825-8828. I had a spring All fling those, right there. A spring fling. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Ow! <laughs> Emily from the Bay Area is joining us. Emily? Emily, Hello. are you there? Hey, welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. So what can um, we do for you? I'm calling today because I'm really curious. I would love to get some advice. I keep getting colds, just that I think are way more frequent than they should be, and I would love to get some insight there um, about why this keeps happening, because I think I'm pretty healthy and eat pretty well, um, but I know you guys are the experts, so I'd love to know what you think. The first thing that probably pops into every functional medicine doctor's mind is vitamin D. And I don't know if you've had yours checked recently, but you've got to have pretty high levels of vitamin D to stay healthy. And, you know, the new range is actually, gosh, some of the, the functional medicine doctors would like to see us between 50 and uh, have a, a reading, uh, like when you get your test back, it'll say either 50, 60, 70, up to as high as 100. Uh, and especially if you've got something wrong with you, they really like to get your vitamin D levels up. So are you taking vitamin D? I do, but I tend to take it more just when I feel like I'm about to get sick and then I sort of, <laughs> you know, go to extreme overdose vitamin D. <laughs> so cute. Uh-huh. Well, vitamin D express, uh, actually influences thousands, a couple of thousand genes in your body. Wow. In other words, it protects them and regulates them and keeps them healthy. So that's really, really important. And, and probably you should be taking about 10,000 IUs a day. Uh, that's very safe for people to take that amount. Some doctors uh, like to give people more, like, um, you know, 50,000 a week is a, is a popular number today for a lot of the functional medicine doctors. And you can order the vitamin D online and, and, and take that. But um, the other thing, of course, is um, having enough healthy probiotic bacteria now. 
we're really big on in body ecology and eating it in foods. And so there's no question, absolutely no question, that when you start to eat the fermented foods, and like, for example, cultured vegetables, you drink, we have probiotic liquids, but, uh, you know, you start adding these to your body, they, those bacteria get down into the gut, and that's where your immune system is. 80, 75, 80% of your immune system is there in your gut. And so uh, all you have to do is keep this community of healthy microbes there and you would be amazed you'll look back and you'll think you know i don't really get sick anymore or there's <laughs> yeah. been a flu that's gone around this winter that has been pretty nasty for a lot of people and they maybe uh, i've heard people say it two to three weeks it takes them to really bounce back and feel normal but not for people on our diet and they're eating fermented foods if they get a touch of it it's light and usually, you know, four or five days, and it's passed through their body and out again. So that's a sign of a strong immune system. Yeah. You know, I took my 10,000 international units this morning. I love vitamin D, um, and I, I completely agree. I think 10,000 is a really safe uh, dosage. And you can take those fermented vegetables. I like to take a tablespoon just before I go to bed, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I do. And I don't, I'm, I'm lazy, Donna, so I don't make mine. I'm not shredding cabbage. I'm not putting, you know, things in jars. So I buy them fermented in our local co-op store. And I just like to have them right before I go to bed. I figure it's just helping my intestinal tract while I'm sleeping. But it is lovely to add it to breakfast or lunch or on a salad or any of those things. Well, even eggs, for example, we've had over the years so many people say they cannot digest eggs. But if they fix the eggs uh, so they don't overcook them, like very softly scrambled or very, they'll um, put a couple of yolks into a little poach pot and then uh, put them in water and put the lid on and then steam them. And just until they're softly cooked, you know, so when you open them up and break into them, they're soft and runny. Those are very, very easy to digest, but a spoonful or two of cultured vegetables with your eggs makes all the difference in how you digest those eggs. And eggs can be a very valuable, very strengthening food. They're good, for, real good for the thyroid, which gives you energy. They're really, really important for the brain, and they're important for the sexual organ system. So I like to see people eat eggs if they can eat them, but often it's a digestive problem. You know, they can't digest them. Mm-hmm. The fermented foods help you digest foods um, that you normally maybe can't digest, but that would be really good for you to be eating. You know, Emily, when I was looking at your energy, um, I just got that you're scared. You know, so something wants to change in your life, like you want to change, something's coming around the corner, or you want something to come around the corner, and I get that you're scared. And so I think that you keep getting colds because they keep taking you down, and then you can't be fully, you know, on in your life. Mm. That's really interesting, Marie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I actually want to make a really big career shift and start doing intuitive work, but I don't know where to start. Aw, how adorable. Okay, so, um, (laughs) and you know, I love intuitive work, and and Donna's very intuitive herself, by the way. I mean, she wrote these amazing books. You know more than physicians on nutrition, Donna. I mean, you are so, you should Oh, well, you know, we should be, have an intuitive relationship with the food and with our body. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Marie. You could start by getting Marie's book. (laughs) (laughs) I've read Marie's book, yes. Thank you. you. So I I would start doing readings, not necessarily for friends, because I think the universe wants this for you too as well. That's probably also why you're getting sick, because you're so scared, and it's as soon as you open up the door, it's going to start flooding into your life. You can feel the energy about it, and so there's fear about it. I would spend some time 
saying some loving, positive affirmations to yourself about how valuable you are and deserving and worthy of happiness and fulfillment and and a fantastic life. And then when strangers come up to you, because they inevitably will, let yourself read them. You know, just allow the messages of the divine and creation to come through you into them. And and then I think that'll put you on that road of where you want to go. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Emily, for calling into the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And today we're actually uh, having a great show. Yeah. A wonderful guest on yes. with us, too. But we're also taking your calls. If you'd like to join us, it's 877-825-8828. And uh, I believe we'll maybe take one more before the next break. Is that good? Perfect. All right. Let's bring on Sam. And Sam is calling in from Tacoma. Looks like uh, Sun has developed some uh, ticks, I believe. Is that? Well, we'll get a little more from Sam. Sam, welcome to the show. What's up? Hey, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, yes, I have a son um, that has developed some ticks as in movement, mm. and also, um, yeah, I can hear it in his throat also. Um, he developed them when he was about 10, he's 14 now. I was able to, um, gosh, they subsided so quickly after giving him some magnesium, mm. um, kind of calcium magnesium-based product. And this time it's not working. Um, he is on vitamin D, about 10,000 IUs a day. Probiotics, we do that. Um, I just want to know if you have any suggestions what we can do. They're, they're pretty severe and they get more severe through the day. I, I know that ticks are serotonin deficiency. Um, you know, that that's something uh, difficult to check, actually measure neurotransmitters. The, the perfect way would be to do a spinal tap, which nobody's going to do, but uh, you can do a, a group of different types of tests and then look at the results of, you know, what's the amino acids, which ones are he, is he deficient in, for example. But if I were you, I would start off by, how, how old is he? 14. Oh, so you can easily swallow capsules. Okay, so there's something called 5-HTP that's really, really easy to get at the health food store, uh-huh. and it's the precursor to serotonin. And does he have does he have sleeping problems at all, or does he have when he was a child? Did he wake up with kind of nightmares in the middle of the night and doesn't even know he's you know uh, he's awake? Goes back to sleep. A lot sleep. of sleepwalking. He did? Okay, so that, those are signs, early, early signs of serotonin deficiency. So it sounds like, you know, now now that hasn't been corrected. So uh, start looking into that as an answer. Um, I mean, it, you know, look into serotonin deficiency. It might not have been something that you thought of to look, look at before, but um, that's, uh, that, though, though, that is a sign of a serotonin deficiency along with other things. Uh, OCD, for example, is he a little OCD or too much yes. of a perfectionist? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so for sure, that that's what you're telling me, and then I can't wait to see what Marie says about this because I'm fascinated well, with the subject. I love what you said, and I think it is going to help him. I see this big energetic shift in him when you mentioned the um, HTP, the five H. Is it five or F HTP? Five uh, HTP. Yeah, yeah. I I see a change in him. Um, neurologically, uh, it's a seventh chakra. When I looked at it, it's really quite distorted. It's it's bending to the. Um, if I was standing behind him, it's bending to the right side of him pretty significantly, as almost as if the crown is laying on top of his head. And he has a very large crown chakra. Um, your son is meant to be an individual. He, I mean, we all are, but I mean, he is so strongly an individual, um, very Absolutely. unique. He really is. He's, he's just yeah. phenomenal that way. And one of the things that's meant to happen with the seven chakras, we're, we're meant to receive unconditional love from the heavens or creation or God or nature, whatever 
you know, ex- excites someone that's outside of our human realm, so to speak, although nature is very much here. Uh, and so when you're, when his seventh vortex is bent in the way that it is, it's really difficult to get the energy in. And what it means is that he feels uncomfortable receiving that kind of unconditional love. And people who tend to have perfectionist type personalities anyway, they're always working on how they can improve themselves. And they never quite think that they're enough. When creation adores our most hardened criminals and thinks that everyone is beautiful and perfect exactly the way they are. So I would work on just tapping. You can do it or he can do it himself. Just tapping the top of his head for like two to three minutes, gently, very gently, as long as it doesn't bother him. And and then um, imagining white light coming in through the top of his head, like almost like a big waterfall. That'll help him to get comfortable with receiving that unconditional love and energy, which will go great and um, right into his neurotransmitters and into his nervous system. Thank you. You're welcome. And keep us that posted. I sure will. Mm. I still appreciate talking to both of you. Oh, I'm glad you called in because that's a pretty easy problem to fix. And I love what Marie just said. Wow. Well, I love what you said. I mean, they can just go to the health food store and pick that up right away and start taking it. Uh-huh. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. I hate to see people suffering when something so simple can solve the problem. Oh, oh, lovely. Well, we're going to take another break here on Marie Menu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction, with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt, to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> it's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Marie is delighted to announce that she will be teaching two interactive workshops at both Hollyhock locations this year. 
First up is her intuitive health workshop at the beautiful Cortez Island in British Columbia, June 14th through the 19th. This tranquil setting is the perfect backdrop to invigorate your self-healing skills with intuition. November 8th through the 10th, Marie will be back at Hollyhock, Vancouver, BC location to teach a two and a half day workshop on connecting to guidance. Learn how to open the channels of communication with your guides and tap into vast resources of wisdom. Don't forget to register online at hollyhawk.ca. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Spread the word. You don't have to settle for the usual talk radio. Now there's Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. We're interviewing one of my favorite guests, Donna Gates. She's the author of The Body Ecology Diet and The Baby Boomers Diet and Stevia, Cooking with Nature's Calorie-Free Sweetener. And you're finishing up another book. I'm so excited and so happy for you. Well, this book is on detoxification. I felt like I had to write it so that I can write a book after that on creating healthy, beautiful babies because you can't really, really uh, have a healthy baby if you don't do some detoxing, some serious detoxing first. Uh, people just get conscious, you know, kind of just get pregnant without much preparation <laughs> for the event. And then that baby, for the rest of their life, has all these toxins. Uh, they, right. You know, their whole development in the womb is affected by the toxins inside the mother. And uh, anyway, it's step by step. So I'm writing the detox book to really get to the baby book that I want to write. Oh, oh well, we're very, we're so grateful that you're on the planet and that you provide all this oh, wealth and wisdom. That. Oh, it's really true. Have you ever thought of, I'm sure you have, but... You know, I think that medical schools should have you come and lecture to physicians. Well, you know, I'm in a program right now called the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine and going through their fellowship program and learning a ton of stuff and connecting with lots of doctors all the time. And it's interesting because during the break when they figure out who I am and what I do, they do have a lot of questions to ask. They're quite and they all say diet. Every single one of them says now, you know, uh, diet's important. But actually, they don't know that much about diet. They know not to the level that, you know. No. I know. And so they, they, uh, it's too complex of a subject for them, really. I don't think they'll ever become experts on diet. But um, they um, are very happy to send people to someone like me. And they don't know, and they love probiotics. And they, and they realize it's a probiotic diet, you know, with a healthy beneficial foods, so they're kind of intrigued by that, too. So I'm sort of hoping to make a dent, because uh, these are the best doctors. The functional medicine doctor is the only kind of doctor you want to find your way to. Right. They're trained, of course, medical school, but then they go beyond that, and they get all this really good understanding about how the body truly works and all kinds of herbs and 
you know, they know all about the endocrine system, which is so important, but they won't put you on bioidentical hormones until they've done other things like fix the adrenals and the thyroid with adaptogens and so on. And, you know, they're just the finally we have the kind of doctor on the planet that we've always needed. Or maybe this is how doctors used to be and we're just going back to... Yeah. I think that's so true because, you know, when I think about the old fashioned days, if you will, doctors didn't have all the pharmacology that they have today and they had to do what was on the farm. Okay, what's going to work right now that I can give this person? They can take it for a week. I'll come back, you know, check on them. What were Bessie's sim- symptoms last week uh, <laughs> yeah. out there in the, in the pasture? Exactly. What's she doing? Okay, right. let's not do that. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back to nature. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So we're going to go back to the phone lines. Who do we have, Benny? Yep. Let's uh, bring on Maria. She is uh, calling in from Texas, and it sounds like she's going to ha- or having some bone issues. So, Maria, welcome to the Marie Manutary Show. Maria, are you there? Well, hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. What's up? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Uh, a little yeah. scratch. Um, hello. <laughs> hello. Hi. <laughs> um, uh, I have some issues that um, I've been um, shown to have you know, huh. and uh, Let's do this. Let's see if we can try to clean her up. Yeah, just so Betty's going to fix you oh, because well, we can't quite hear you. Yeah, we'll have Alyssa take care of uh, yeah. her real fast, and maybe we can call her, have her call in on a different line. Kim will uh, now join us from California, and it sounds like she's got a rash on her ears. So ah. let's uh, take Kim. Kim. Hi. Hi, Marie. It's, I love your show. Thank you so much, and thanks for calling. What can we do for you? Well, I'm having an issue with a conjunctivitis, with my eyes, at least that's what the doctor says it is, and then I have this itchy, bumpy rash on my ears that's been going on for a week or two, and I don't know what the hell is going on with me. I do. Yay! <laughs> Peter, if I can start first. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, it sounds to me like you're having a spring cleansing, and what part of the country are you in? It, I'm in Jamestown, California. It's like Oh, yeah, uh, huh? Well, well, this is spring, um, and at this time of the year, uh, well, in the winter, we were supposed to be real quiet and still and gather all this energy, not that we humans obey that law of nature, but but then spring follows winter, and spring is a very, uh, you know, all of a sudden energy starts springing up out of the earth, and trees start having pretty flowers and, you know, leaves and everything, and so energy, you can see, is coming alive. Same thing is happening inside of us. So when you, um, if your detoxification pathways aren't open and your body starts coming alive like that, then your body, of course, first of all, wants to start cleansing and getting rid of the toxins and it wants to lighten up because we're now moving into these hotter months and uh, we have to get rid of the, in the wintertime, we tend, we needed to stay warm. So we ate more fats, more meats. They have to go. And so we go through this spring cleansing and right around this time of the year, and if those toxins can't get out of your body, then they come out in your skin. So, and, and liver, um, everybody knows that probably by this time that the liver cleanses itself in the springtime. And liver rules vision and joints and skin. So um, it's a sign that your liver is congested, has a lot of toxins that it wants to get rid of, but your detoxification pathways aren't open enough. And I'm a big believer in people going at this time of the year to a really good colon therapist and have having some clonics. You know, that would get rid of your problem, your symptoms. Um, or if you can't find a colon therapist, you know, even at least doing home enemas and so on, uh, to help uh, get past that. And then when those toxins are out of your body, then all those symptoms disappear. But it, it's that's a very common for people to have symptoms like that right now. Huh. Wow. I'm, that's interesting. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that just yeah. so helpful right there? 
I, I yeah, mean, the that... liver especially, because I was diagnosed with hep C, so wow. that might be a problem too. Wow. 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 Okay, so when I look at your energy system, your third eye, you're very intuitive, but you run all your energy, or a lot of it, let's say, outside of the back of your third eye. So the, the when I look at the chakra systems, it, it turns into cones for me. There's a front and a back portion for, let's say, the sixth chakra, the third eye. And the back chakra is supposed to be flush with the scalp. Yours is about eight or nine feet extending behind you. So there's this big extension out of the back of your head. So you're not allowing your insight to come into your awareness and allow yourself to use an incredible source of intuition. It's in your family line. There's many people in your family who have a strong intuitive sense, whether it's a grandmother or great-grandmothers or great-aunts. Usually runs on the feminine side of the family. doesn't have to because we know famous intuitives that are men, of course. But yours, is it's in your family line. And, and so there's a couple things. One, self-criticism is the complete opposite of intuition. So being hard on oneself um, doesn't work. Um, and the other is, is that somehow you just don't believe you're intuitive. <laughs> And you are. And if the third eye governs the sinuses and the eyes um, and all of those things. So it looks like your body's trying to talk to you from multiple levels. So do you understand about this intuition piece? Oh, I totally do. You are awesome. <laughs> so is it, in, is it in your family? Have, have you heard oh, stories? Yes. Yes, yeah, it's definitely in the family. Yeah, so you have to, it's a gift. And it, and people who have a strong intuitive sense, they need it. They can't make great decisions without it. Everyone has natural intuition and people can grow it or um, educate themselves in their insight and learn tools and, tools and techniques to make it better. And then some people like yourself are just have a more natural propensity to it. Like Donna hasn't gone to medical school, but she is a real doctor, in my opinion. Um, and she has natural understanding of the health and well-being of the human body. Well, you have natural abilities in your insight. And so you owe it to yourself to listen to it. It will always guide you and lead you down adventurous ro- roads that sing to your heart. And, and so you, you need to you know, pay attention. I would even add to that, too, that um, cleansing, you know, having a body that's more pure and more mm. uh, will help you be more intuitive. Would, would you agree, Maria, about oh, that? That, that totally. like all, For example, all the toxins, they're, gonna inter- they're scrambling information inside of you. And uh, so that, the two kind of go together. Oh, okay. beautifully said. Gorgeous. Well, thank you. That is wonderful. Thank you. Have a gorgeous day. And I know you'll start feeling better right away. Great. Let's uh, go back to Maria. Let's see if we can uh, iron things out or have from Texas. Maria, are you there? Yes, I am. Ah, there can we you go. hear me right? Yes, much better. <laughs> better. Thank you. Thank you. Good. So you're having good. some bone issues. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I um, was told that I have osteopenia. Mm. And uh, I've been, you know, overall, I eat pretty um, healthy. Uh, I do detox once in a while. Uh, I know I have small bone structure, but uh, I hear many, um, you know, endocrinologists that they told me different uh, reason. It could be, you know, the the, the kidneys, or uh, nobody really could give me a good answer on what, um, except take medicine, which um, I try that and I don't like it. Um, didn't work very well for me. <laughs> so, was wondering well, what your thoughts have you are had on that. A- have you had a very stressful life, a lot of stress in your life? Oh, I think 
you know, everybody does to a point. Uh, yes, I guess. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, when we're under stress, our cortisol goes up, and um, and then that leaches a lot of minerals from our body, even if we're eating well. And, of course, uh, we don't eat well, most of us. We eat too many carbs, and that also um, leaches a lot of minerals out of the body. A lot of people have a high, um, too much phosphorus in their diet because they're drinking things like sodas and Cokes and Pepsi's and probably shouldn't mention names like that on the year, but anyway, <laughs> no, those do. high, uh, you know, that high, high phosphorus diet really, really depletes the bones. So uh, even if I you never don't do it drink, now, I don't like soda, so I never drink that. So that's oh, a, good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's very much controlled by diet, and, um, you know, you want to have um, interesting new study just um, I learned of about yesterday um, that calcium is really much better obtained through the diet, and when you take calcium through supplements, it's uh, too much calcium. It can actually lead to heart disease, and so um, calcium from dark green leafy vegetables, ocean vegetables, <clears throat> sometimes nuts and seeds, you know, they're... We we can get, uh, and then you need good healthy fats in your diet to drive those minerals into the bone. But, um, you know, vitamin D is really important, vitamin K, boron, strontium. There's uh, Dr. Jonathan Wright, who's up in Marie's area, wrote a book on bones. And uh, with someone else, um, there's a great, great, great book that probably is the best thing out there to read on uh, you know, on building healthy bones back again. But um, I think, honestly, it isn't just diet. It's the stress that we're under, yeah. too. And, you know, toxins, uh, mercury, for example, they, they all get depo- that type of toxin gets deposited in our bones, and then that weakens our bones. And, see, our bones are where our stem cells are. And so if you've got a lot of toxins living in your bones and the stem cells, then, of course, aren't going to be there. Uh, to, uh, they're really important for regenerating uh, all the cells in our body and keeping us young. So you do want healthy bones. It's really important. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree about the stress. When I read your energy, uh, Maria, and I, I mean no disrespect with about what I'm about to say, but you tend to be a stubborn person. And stubborn energy contracts the bones because the, the bones are kind of like what you would think of as the stubborn part of our anatomy in a way. They're so strong, right, and, right. Uh, and dense. And so when we're stubborn, which has a two, there's many components to, to that kind of defense mechanism. One is um, intuitive people need to have some stubbornness in them so that they can hold on to impressions and metaphors and auditory sensations long enough to understand what they mean. You know, kind of like that forceful energy. Maybe that's a better way to describe it. Um, But it's also meant to make us aware of when we're defending ourselves, when we feel that propensity to kind of go about something that we're hearing or listening to or we're in a conversation with someone about. That's really an opening to go, oh, I need to further look into this. I need to, I'm somehow wanting to push it away, but I need to invite it in. And so I would look at inviting things in into your life, things that seem annoying or irritating or, um, and I don't mean go out and take the medication that you don't like. I, I agree with that because sometimes that can be harder on the body. But to just in your normal life, as you're listening to people, reading, you know, watching programs, what, whatever it is, how you live your life, the, to invite in, which can help you to absorb minerals uh, at a better frequency to help your bone marrow become healthier um, and all of those things. So I would look at um, stubbornness. All right. Okay. Can do that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And it has been such a pleasure interviewing you. We're all, we're basically done here, Donna. I mean, look how fast it went. 
It always does. Same thing with my own show. You look up and there's that clock ticking away and time is up. But thank you so much for having me on. I love doing this show with you, Maria. I love to hear what you have to say, too. I learned so much myself. Well, I, I will never stop learning from you. You've really helped my life and I know millions of people around the world. So thank you for your work. We look forward to your next book and all the books you write. Have a gorgeous day, everyone. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye. 